0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullets Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we covered the topic of karyotyping found under the biochemistry section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a general overview. The function of karyotyping is to examine chromosomal structure. Now let's discuss the process. It involves taking mitotic cells in metaphase selected from actively dividing cell populations. These may be white blood cells, bone marrow cells, cells from the placenta, or from the amniotic fluid. This is when chromosomes are most condensed. Chromosomes are then stained with or without G-banding. G-banding involves partial digestion with trypsin, which leaves alternating dark and white bands. Then, these chromosomes are stained with GMSA or other stains which have high affinity for DNA. Spectral karyotyping is when five different fluorescent probes are added, and special digital image processing colors each chromosome differently. The chromosomes are then ordered and numbered based on unique properties of all 23 chromosomes. For their clinical use, this can analyze whether a gross chromosomal abnormality exists, such as trisomy or monosomy. It is used commonly for prenatal diagnosis via chorionic or amniotic sampling. And spectral karyotyping can also diagnose translocations, inversions, or deletions of specific chromosomal segments if the change is large enough. Now that we've discussed the major points related to karyotyping, let's walk through some questions to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For the first question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 12-hour-old male infant is seen in the newborn nursery. He was born full term by vaginal delivery to a 40-year-old G4P3 to 4 mother. Her pregnancy and delivery were uncomplicated, notable only for declining genetic testing. On exam, Her son has a flat face, a fold in the upper eyelid, palpebral fissures that appear to slant upwards, and small ears. The diagnostic test for her son's most likely condition should be conducted during which of the following phases of the cell cycle? And the answer choices are Choice 1, prophase Choice 2, metaphase Choice 3, anaphase Choice 4, telophase Or Choice 5, S-phase The best answer to this question is choice two, metaphase. The patient above has Down syndrome or trisomy 21. The best diagnostic test for this is a karyotype, which involves extracting, staining, and ordering metaphase chromosomes from blood or bone marrow. Babies of mothers who are of advanced maternal age that is age greater than 35 are more likely to have Down syndrome. There are many tests to detect the risk of Down syndrome during the prenatal period. However, the patient's mother declined these screening tests. The preferred test to detect chromosomal imbalances is a karyotype. A karyotype extracts, stains, orders metaphase chromosomes by size after taking genetic material from a sample of blood, bone marrow, placental tissue, or amniotic fluid. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice one, prophase chromosomes are not used during karyotype analysis because they have not condensed into recognizable forms. Choice 3. Anaphase chromosomes are not used during karyotype analysis because the chromosomes have already separated. Choice 4. Telophase chromosomes are not used during karyotype analysis because the chromosomes are no longer well compacted. Choice 5. S-phase are not used during the karyotype analysis because the chromosomes are dispersed throughout the nucleus. Finally, a bullet summary. Karyotype analysis can be used to detect chromosomal imbalances, including trisomy and monosomy. Karyotyping requires extracting, staining, and ordering metaphase chromosomes taken from a sample of blood, bone marrow, placental tissue, or amniotic fluid. For the second question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 16-year-old presents to the primary care physician because he has noticed an increase in the size of his breast tissue over the past three years. He states that he is significantly taller than his entire class at school, although he feels increasingly weak and uncoordinated. He performs at the bottom of his grade level academically. On physical exam, the patient has marked gynecomastia with small firm testes. The physician decides to perform a karyotype on the patient. What is the most likely outcome of this test? And the answer choices are choice 1, 47XXY, choice 2, 46XY, choice 3, 47XY, choice 4, 45XO, or choice 5, 47XXX? The best answer to this question is choice 1, 47XXY. This patient has the typical features of Klinefelter syndrome, including tall stature, gynecomastia, small testes, and mild mental retardation. Klinefelter syndrome is often diagnosed during adolescence when patients begin to exhibit the above characteristics. The severity and presentation of the syndrome can often vary based on mosaicism. It often occurs secondary to an event of non-disjunction during gametogenesis. There is little treatment for these patients. Gynecomastia can be addressed surgically, and psychosocial issues can be intervened upon throughout therapy. Many patients go on to live normal adult lives. The publication by Wadendorf and Mionki reviews the characteristics of Klinefelter syndrome for the family medicine physician. They believe that it is essential for primary care physicians to identify these patients early in their presentation so that early interventions can be initiated. They emphasize the fact that symptoms can be nonspecific during childhood and that they may not truly differentiate themselves until adolescence. The publication by Way et al. describes a case of a patient with Klinefelter syndrome with severe psychosis refractory to medical intervention. They present the use of electroconvulsive therapy to manage this patient, noting the significant improvement that occurred after this unconventional intervention. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 2. This is a normal karyotype. Choice 3. This karyotype is associated with non-disjunction events related to Down, Edwards, and Patau syndrome. Each of these syndromes have their own set of identifying characteristics. Choice 4. This is the karyotype for Turner syndrome. Identifying characteristics include females with webbed neck and cardiac abnormalities. Choice 5. This is the karyotype for X syndrome. The majority of these patients go undiagnosed due to lionization of the X chromosome. That's all for this review about karyotyping. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 1 podcast a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.